What's up, Dunwoody? With Wright's Gourmet shutting its doors last week, we need a little uh, little positivity, a little excitement in the village. Porter Brew & Q Brewery is about to open across the uh, little driveway, almost right next door to Wright's in the village. I know we've heard about this place for a while, but they should really be opening their doors this week. We went to a soft opening there last night. It was a lot of fun. The menu is almost perfected, and the beer was definitely perfected. Uh, just be careful with that 9% high-gravity IPA. I'm moving in slow motion today. Alan Porter is a local boy born and raised in Dunwoody. He and his dad, Wynn Porter, were excited when the city came to them and said that we were ready for our first brewery. Wynn still lives in the area, and so a bunch of his friends were up there last night. The Porters are very nice people, and I think this uh, Dunwoody's first brewery is really going to be a hit. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast about Dunwoody. This is the best podcast about Dunwoody because this is the only podcast about Dunwoody. About a year ago, we went around and started asking locals to meet with us, and surprisingly, everybody keeps saying that they're down. There's already been a great list of guests, but Dunwoody has plenty more stories and plenty more laughs. If you've asked to come on the show, please be patient. There's uh, been so many people reaching out lately. I try to respond to everybody, but we're just booked up. I guess that's a good problem to have, though. Um, A few upcoming shows will feature Andrew Ziffer from the Gateway Council of Schools, Matt Scott from Press Blend Squeeze, and GDOT Commissioner Russell McMurray. He's been probably our biggest interview so far since we've been doing this little podcast. Representative Mike Walensky got us in touch with him and loaned us his office at the Capitol to meet with the commissioner. So that was really cool. We had uh, plenty of questions about the top end 285 construction scheduled for the next decade. I'll try to get that show out ASAP. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a local real estate agent with a small media company. What's Up Dunwoody can get your listing in front of more eyes than that other agent that you know. Don't let Bob from Remax snap some photos with his iPhone and put a sign in your yard. You need professional photography and an agent that knows how to put those beautiful photos in front of the right buyers using social media. Facebook and Instagram. Facebook knows everything about you and the type of people who would buy your house. You just have to know how to use their ads manager. Uh, Facebook knows who's lived in their home for over seven years. They know who's had their credit checked lately, their total income level. You can use this information to put your house photos and a link in front of thousands of the right folks, but uh, Bob from Remax doesn't know how to do this because you need an agent with some Facebook swagger. My co-host's name is Justin Dyke. Justin is founder of PoolDues.com. The Dunwoody North Driving Club has switched over to PoolDues.com this week. As a manager of our clubhouse, I'm really excited about online payments instead of getting a handful of reservation checks in my mailbox every week. Georgetown has been using a software for a year or so, and it's gotten rave reviews over there. PoolDues.com is spreading across Dunwoody, one pool at a time. And our favorite sponsor is Village Orthodontics. Um, Brett from Village Orthodontics, they're in the same shopping center as Porter's, and he came down and caught the tail end of uh, the recording of this podcast. Here's our interview with Alan Porter from Dunwoody's very first brewery, Porter Brew & Q Brewery. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, welcome back to the What's Up Dunway podcast. We are here with Alan Porter on location at, I think this is probably going to be one of the biggest things to open in Dunwoody in, well, since we've been doing the podcast, an yeah. actual brewery, right? Yeah. That, that brews beer. Facebook group is really excited about you guys opening. And what, what do you decide to call it? It's So this is called Porter Brewing Q. Why'd you uh, change it last minute? Well, there's a show that's the Burgers Brewing Q that okay. everybody's been watching where barbecue brewery is the type of thing just the rhymes that's it's got a jingle but it's still got brewery in the name yeah. so that's one of the reasons we gotta have brewery in the name so it's actually Porter Brewing Cube Brewery uh, you'll find us online at Porter Barbecue Brewery because that's easier to remember though but 
So the a lot of question. people might have been to your pizza place too. What is that one called? That's called Porter Pizza and Brewery, yeah, which actually has the same brew system that we have here. But uh, we do pizza specifically over there, barbecue and Dunwoody. The reason we just didn't stamp out pizza breweries all over Georgia was try to figure out what's the niche market for the location. I mean, I grew up in Dunwoody. I was here when Hickory House was here. And uh, I, I know. Rest that, in peace. Yeah, that was really, really, really popular. All the Dunwoody people know about it. They miss it. So this is in the same shopping center. And why not do another barbecue place here? I know how to do a brewery. So both things that I think Dunwoody needs, put them together, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be lucky and do okay. When well, did um, this is the first brewery in Dunwoody, correct? This is the first brewery in Dunwoody. Dunwoody uh, City actually had to make legislation so we'd be able to open it when they found that we were doing it. Okay. But it's been well received by the city. The city. What was that exact legislation? Like, well, they got to figure out how to tax us, right? Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So that's the new thing. Well, how did do they? Ta- do, oh, sorry. Do do they tax you based on the amount of beer that you're making? I mean, because you got ten big tanks over here. So no, uh, Georgia taxes us for that. Oh, okay. Dunwoody taxes us just to be able to have a brew pub. Oh, so right. when you get your alcohol license once a year, you get a, a brew pub license through Dunwoody. So all the future Dunwoody brew pubs, that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. 50 bucks a year, right? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> uh, all right, here's the big thing that I noticed when I walked in. How many TVs am I looking at? Like 100? This is amazing. Well, believe it or not, there's only 12 TVs. So, Are you kidding? Yeah, we have more that we can put up if it seems like we need it. We've got two outside, 10 inside. They're just pretty big, so four behind the bar. And there is the possibility of a TV per booth, too. There's a possibility. Maybe. We're going to see what the demand is, and then if it can withstand all the children of Dunwoody. So yeah. those two different things. <laughs> Well, if you don't give them the remote control, you know, but it, it is kind of neat, you, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So if you come, ask for a TV at your booth, and <laughs> <laughs> eventually you'll get Maybe one. Alan will make some changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> He'll just bring one over on a, on a per-case basis. But, uh, you know, that is important because, and actually I'm going to call out Matt Italian a little bit on this one. They, they need to get some more TVs over there because yeah. they have the space for it. And that's kind of the expectation. If people are going to go out for like a happy hour or something like that, they want to be able to have a TV at every single viewing angle, and that's definitely what you've got. Well, sometimes I think people want TVs, but there's that rare case that they don't. I mean, sometimes families go out and want to have a conversation. The trick is trying to get both crowds, right? Because you want to get the the families coming in, and then the people who want to drink afterwards come in when the families leave. So it's kind of a tough dynamic doing both, but we'll try. Sometimes it just ends up working out. You can't please everybody, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I I think you... Oh, I almost thought people were walking in in already. They do that constantly, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I... you know, thinking this for for Dunwoody people talking to each other, this location just has a huge buzz going on. Yeah, and we need yeah. to actually mention the location. You're you're two doors up from Dunwoody Tavern, so you're next to Com Dunwoody. Is that the name of the place? Uh, that it no, was no, called no. that. Oh, okay. so now they moved. This is I don't know what it's called right now. It just got renamed. But uh, we're we're in the the corner where Divine used to be. Um, in Dunwoody Village. And so I'd say it's easy for most Dunwoody people to get to. It's in the heart of Dunwoody. Uh, location was pretty important for us to do. And plenty of parking. Plenty of parking. Uh, something that I really want everybody to know is there's an extra parking lot on either side of us. So there's one to the left and one to the right behind our building. So there is plenty of, park over there. There is plenty yeah. of, of parking closer to the church. 
Yeah. You probably don't want people parking in the back. <laughs> no. But that, not in the back, but to the side. We have another parking lot. That's where I park for Dunway Tavern, though. And I go in through the lake. Well, but they actually have a smoking deck back there. So they, they don't, like, discourage people coming in. Back. But you don't want people coming in through the back. I would love to, because that area just got repaved. I would love to turn that into a beer garden one day, just to have games and other things out back. It's Ooh. quite possible, because nobody really drives the back time. there. Yeah. Richard McLeod. That's who you need to get in touch with. Richard McLeod. He's... Mm-hmm. Man, that would be they're, a lot of They're fun. rewriting this overlay, and if that's something that you want, and I mean, they're obviously kind of doing stuff for you, it seems like, as, as, a, you know, as the first brewery. Pretty much. The landlord has said that we might possibly shut off this drive-through that's in front of us and turn that into a game area, but if that doesn't happen, then we'll probably push for the bat. That would of, be cool, too. I feel like this is totally unnecessary, this little drive here. Absolutely. Man. But this kind of goes with breweries where people go there for a good time. It's an experience, right? It's not just to go there and have a beer. People can go to their grocery store and get a craft beer. It's to go get something that might be a little bit different and to enjoy and hang out with friends. So having games is a necessity. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. I mean, if you were to if you were able to close that off, you've got this neat little like kind of tunnel of maybe like sort of a safety because you really don't have to gate off the the front and the back of that. Yeah, put well, some fake grass down. Fake, fake grass, the uh, bag of area, cornhole, and it's covered. And it's covered. Have you heard of Beersby? No, what's it's that? like beer frisbee. Uh, I'll have to show it to you. But it's it's the it's the new cornhole. Let's put it that way. But but here's the rule: you actually have to be holding a drink in your hand. It could be water. <laughs> How much space do we need for that? Um, the same as is uh, cornhole. But keep in mind if if you know a kid could throw a frisbee through that. Like what is that over there? <laughs> Sewing shop or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure the, the dogs wouldn't really like that either. Seeing all the frisbees fly by there. Yeah, you're right next door. <laughs> Are you dog friendly? Friendly? We're dog friendly. I believe we could be outside. It's whatever the the jurisdiction lets us be. So yeah. at the other place, yeah, absolutely, we have dogs on the patio. Yeah, and you got the patio space mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, this is great, man. This is an amazing space. I'm we so excited up. about this. I've had a smile on my face as we sat down. So, yeah. what, are, what, are you, what are we drinking here? So, right now, we're trying the cream ale. We've been do, able to do some t- test batches. Um, hopefully, let's see what day is it today. Today's uh, January 16th, and we're hoping to open within two weeks. I've been telling people this for the past four months, but honestly, we've just been trying to get stuff right, uh, trying to get the barbecue right, the food right. For restaurants, you got one shot. People yep. coming in to try it, and we really don't want to screw it up. Especially with review sites everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. It's out fast in this digital age. You nailed it. And the old adage is people will come for the beer for a brew pub, but they'll come back for the food. So the food's got to be on par before we open. And uh, our, our, uh, our GM used to work for several barbecue restaurants, so he's on top of his game making it. Uh, we're, we're pretty close to the end. But anyways, so what we're drinking. We're, we're trying a cream ale right now, which is a very, very easy type of drinking beer. Uh, the other place, I ended up making most of the beers around 9%, which some people love, talking about this before we started this podcast. <laughs> some people love it, but some people just want to go in and have a 4% beer and leave and be able to drive home. So yeah. DUI attorneys love high alcohol beer. Uh, ex- well, you, exactly. You know what else you're dealing with here is this guy's on a keto diet. When was the last time you had a beer? Uh, about a month ago. Yeah. How's yeah. it taste? It's great. It's great. It's nice to be back. Yeah. <laughs> So this cream ale is our lightest beer that we have. It's just a really easy drink in lower gravity beer compared to what we usually do. But then, yes, we will have our 9% IPAs just because that's high, high in demand. we got the breweries like Scofflaw there doing it. Uh, we do it at Porter Pizza and Brewery. So that's pretty popular if you can pull it off and make it right. Uh, these other two guys haven't tried it yet, but that's for, for after the podcast. To some, <laughs> some of those. Before our next podcast. That should be interesting with Katie. Um, 
So real quick though, to go back to the food though, when you said that there was good, you know you, you cook the barbecue outside, I thought you were going to take me back there and there's just going to be like a grill or something like that. No, it's a whole huge setup, like a giant oven out in the back parking lot too. That's amazing. Yeah, we have a, a massive smoker. One of the things for barbecue restaurants is if you do it right, we're going to be doing a lot of catering. So we got to have the capacity in order to do it. And again, I, I keep on saying we got to do stuff right. It, it's, it's not going to happen automatically. We really have to execute and, and function well as a restaurant, which which hasn't happened yet. We haven't had an opportunity to prove ourselves. So that's what I'm worried about, just making sure we're firing on all cylinders when we actually open. Are you bringing in extra staff at your other places right now? We will. One of the hardest places. Yeah, anybody who's running a business knows how hard it is to find good staff right now. And I say good staff. So at the other place, we've got a, a lot of people who we can port over here who are great cooks and great servers. So yes, we know we will open well here with at least the staff. It's just making sure the restaurant functions. So again, I keep on going back to this. We, we got to do stuff right. Yeah. We're able to do stuff right. Well, this is going to be worth the wait though. Yeah, this will be worth the wait. You know, lots of people, I'm a beer guy. I, I love breweries. I've gone to so many breweries all over all over the world. And uh, that's the reason I'm doing this. I, I grew up in Dunwoody. I was born in Dunwoody. Um, I know that Dunwoody will love a brewery just because there's enough people out there these days that like beer. You know, beer, beer, beer's great. And yeah. breweries popping up all over the country. Georgia's still slow compared to the rest of the country. So I'm hoping we can make a, a local, I want to be local, I want to be neighborhood craft beer place to have people come over and at least try it right so they're trying it then we're something different and then again they'll come for the beer hopefully they'll come back for the food because we do it right so yeah. that's that's the dream well it's a beautiful spot where'd too. you go to school i went to vanderlin vanderlin yeah before right. uh, before i ended up moving away but yeah that's i went there for a few years then and um, podcasts are kind of tough to tell but alan's only 35 years old and so this place is going to be trendy and fun and should be yeah with tvs we got tvs we'll have sports we'll have beer we'll have barbecue so uh, everybody can come i'm hoping people from you know t- kids to 21 year olds just learning about beer to you know 35 45 55 and 65 year olds will come and enjoy it it's got something for everybody so beer is for all ages it is and what's really funny about the, the brewery scene in atlanta is 10 years ago we just had Sweetwater. We had uh, you know, uh, Atlanta Brewing Company. But th- that was the thing. That was it. And you'd go there, and it would just be a big meat fest of 25-year-olds. Stuff's changed. So now when you go to the breweries, you'll see people who are 65 or 70 or people bringing their parents there, and it's great just to try it because it's something different. So it's just a lot more accepted than it used to be. And there is something for everybody. This brewery in particular will have 10 different beers on tap. So our goal is to have something for everybody. We don't like strong beers. We've got your, your weaker, easy to drink beers. We got some Pilsners. We got, uh, you know, you like Bud Light. We got something similar. So uh, come try us out once we open. Uh, come try them out while their kids are getting their, their braces put on down a village orthodontist, <laughs> which is four doors down. So you drop your kid off and then you come up here and then. <laughs> Then you, you know, you hang or out when for you get hours. your braces put on, then you come down. And, well, yeah, we're right next the to the car wash too, and you know, I'm, I'm sure all the dads will tell their wives that sometimes car washes take a few hours. So, if there's a wait list at the car, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what exactly did you have to do with the city? Were they were excited about having you, or did you have to push legislation? Or? We didn't push legislation. Just perfect timing. I was just told that the city was going to make legislation for us. That's all I heard. So I wasn't involved with that at all. It was uh, okay. You want to do a brewery? The city really. 
wants it. So yeah. they they have helped us a lot. The cities of Dunwoody has been great for us being able to make this project go. Uh, I'm a real estate developer, and I can tell you, I've had so many cities that don't, for whatever reason, they don't want businesses to, to, to start. They don't want businesses to thrive. And Dunwoody, Shambly, that's Shambly. <laughs> Dunwoody has been the opposite. Dunwoody has been great for us. So I, I do appreciate all the city officials helping us out along the way. Who'd you talk to, Mike? Yeah, you got a few yeah. of them mm-hmm. listening. Mike Smith. So, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. We actually that was our previous podcast, and uh, yeah, he's he's pro business man. Everyone, he just you know wants y'all in here. Starling was our last. Star- oh. Who did I say? Michael Smith, the oh, public right. works. Yeah. Well, you kind of got to be pro-business in order for things like this to happen. So it's a partnership with us in the city. Yeah. Well, it's going to bring people over. I mean, I just, I went to, I guess, Roswell, the downtown Roswell just for the breweries. And right. you know, hopefully now those people are going to go, oh, wait, there's a new brewery over here. Mm. I'm hoping that Dunwoody people that like beer and breweries won't have to be driving 20 miles, right? Yeah. Right. So my goal is to make a safe Dunwoody. Yeah. Yeah. This is a... This is within walking distance to a lot of neighborhoods. You got it. So it could be dangerous, but that's what your feet are for. Oh, no. I know exactly how far away my house is from Dunwoody Tavern, and it's like 0.9 miles. You know, that that's a walk. You can that's do that. It's a 15 minute walk. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get another beer? Let's get another beer. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's pause this. We'll get another beer. Well, Alan, do you work with any, I mean, do you partner with other people? Yeah. How'd you get this place open? So actually on this one, um, my dad's my partner. He and I have been partnering for about 15 years now on senior housing throughout the Southeast. That's uh, that's really our bread and butter is, is we open assisted livings and run them. But uh, on this one, he and I are partnering on doing the, the brew pub. Um, he likes beer too, not as much as me, but what he really likes is bourbon and liquor. So this place is going to be a bourbon bar for Dunwoody. Um, we hope we'll have about 150 different bottles. It's really how much can we fit on the shelf? And why do that? You know, why are we going to be a bourbon bar too? Because the truth is, you know, not everybody's going to go out and want to have your really expensive bourbon or try this bourbon, try that bourbon. Some people do, but it's, we could spend all that money on artwork or we could just have the artwork on the shelf that everybody can look at. So that was the real reason. So it's something else that's different about us. It looks nice. It looks really pretty. My buddy was infusing his own bourbon for, for a long time. He had like 60 or so different recipes. Have you heard of people doing that? Yes. Kind of like flavored vodka, but infused bourbon? Yes, you can do that. I'm not too up and up about infusing bourbon. Infusing vodka, we probably will do here. Just because, again, that's something different. Instead of buying our strawberry or mango vodka, we'll we'll do it ourselves just to give it its own flavor. Um, you've given up part of your body for this restaurant. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you said every talk about it beforehand. I'm sidelined with an injury now from brewing beer at you, another one of our breweries. Oh, it wasn't this one. Okay. No, it wasn't this one. But You fell in the tank? <laughs> it's pretty close. I was pulling a, I was pulling a chain as, as hard as I could. Um, you know, the restaurant people push and pull, or, or just about any worker does pushes and pulls as hard as they can all the time. Wasn't doing anything crazy, but all of a sudden my bicep and my rotator cuff just ripped off my arm. So, yeah. I but know. you were pulling something out of one of the big tanks. I was right. pulling a chain out of the big tank and it was stuck. So I just pulled harder and harder and then the injury happened. But uh, that's funny. We just released our ripped bicep porter at Porter Pizza and Brewery a few uh, days yeah. ago. Mm. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's mm. perfect. And how did you know that you really messed it up? Did you just look, was your arm hanging down? So anyone who's ever done this before, it's called a ruptured bicep. <laughs> it kind of, your, your whole muscle falls to the bottom of your arm. So anybody who looks at it knows that you messed something up. 
Um, and so it's, you looked through a buff there for a second. A I looked lump buff at the buff. Yeah, big lump. It's called. It's actually called a, a Popeye bicep because it looks really funny looking. It's just a big point. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, like you try to show off your big muscles and, and it just droops down. It's a big point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad someone thinks it's funny. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's not me that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how often do you think you're going to be here when this is up and running? Uh, probably once or twice a week. For restaurants, it's really important that the owners go there and talk to all the customers. You know, I, obviously, uh, from you guys talking about this for me, hopefully you realize I, I really care about this. I, I care about doing it right. I keep on saying that. I, I, I want to do good customer experience. That's the bottom line. And to do that, you got to have a good general manager, which I believe we have, and the owner's got to be there talking to people. So that's something else that I want to hit home on, too. Just sit your dad down. Anyway. Exactly. It's Again, so sit my dad down. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever leave. Because if he's a, I work with my dad. He's yeah. there all the time. He's a, a, Not working, but there all the time. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's a member of Dunwoody Country Club, so he's got a, a lot of buddies who've been waiting for this thing to open. Been Wynn about, Porter. We never mentioned his name. Yeah. Wynn Porter. That sounds like a, uh, you know, like a Caddyshack. Type name sounds like does. badass to me. Sounds like a guy who likes a lot of bourbon. So <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> uh, that's good. But and you got to visit a lot of locations then if, if you're going to commit to going to each one of them because yeah. you got the one by the stadium. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know my, my dad's actually an owner of a restaurant group downtown. We own uh, Stats Brew Pub. That was it's unaffiliated, but that was the first brewery that I did as my project. Uh, the second one is called Porter Pizza and Brewery. That's uh, next to the Brave Stadium on 285 and 75. That's got beer similar to here because of I'm the brewer of that one too, um, and it's. Pretty strong beers, um, IPAs. No uh, sours, right? No sours. No sours. sours. Tell people why there's no sours. Well, sours, if you do it right and use the bacteria that's appropriate for the beer, then it actually infects other beers eventually. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. But it'll be in a year or two. And I I just don't want to see that happen. It'll jump from, like, one tank to the next? Yeah. Um, It will. It actually jumps from one tank to the next. And you you don't actually notice it. It starts slight at first, but then it keeps on coming on and coming on. It's like getting older. It happens very slowly, and then all of a sudden you rip your bicep off. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, something else that might be fun to talk about is, uh, you know, the Atlanta beer scene is really still up and coming compared to the rest of the country. I know people seem to think that there's one opening up on every street corner. You know, that might kind of be the case, but we're still way behind the rest of the country. What's really cool about the beer scene, not just in Atlanta, in Atlanta, but all over the country, is everybody's really friendly to each other. This isn't really a combative business. So, you know, if I'm talking to Variant and Roswell, or if I'm talking to, um, I don't know, uh, Carrie Falcone of New Realm, people just really want to help you. Um, it, it's it's kind of neat to be in a business like that. You know, talking about senior housing or really any other real estate business, it's, it's combative. It, it's not fun a lot of the times because of you know, everybody's cutthroat. The brewery industry is not. It, it's really, really friendly. So opening up someplace in Dunwoody, we are going to see a lot of the brewers from around uh, Atlanta come try us out and see how we are. It's kind of a creative endeavor. I mean, you're yeah, yeah, you're an cre- artist in some way. Yeah, know? you're creating something new. Um, you know, something funny is, is Nick Tanner and coming from Cherry Street Co-op uh, just invited all the different brew pubs from Georgia to come up and do a, a Georgia collaborative. It's the first state collaborative that I knew that happened. But we'll have that here in a, a few weeks when we uh-huh. open. So, well, it's one of those businesses where, it's, in some sense, it's almost like a support group for you guys. You know, like. How did you find out about that thing with the sours? I mean, it's because some other guy screwed it up once and was like, yeah, you know what? After a year, every one of my beers went sour. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much a support group worth heavy drinking. So. <laughs> uh, we need a front load Yelp with some good reviews. we got to get some people in here and, and uh, the, you know. 
Yeah, I'd say, guys. It's a five-starring, not, you know. Absolutely. I'd say when you come in here, uh, let us know how your experience is, and please let the, us, the owners, Wynn and Alan Porter, or uh, Charles, the general manager, know what we can do better. Because it is going to be a constant improvement for the first few months until we get everything firing on all cylinders. We realize that, but it'll happen. So uh, hopefully, guys, we'll open in around two weeks from now uh, if, if all the stars align, and you can come try our, try our beer, our bourbon, have a great experience, and something different for Dunwoody. And we can meet you and Brett, who's actually on the sidelines over here. For Brett from Village Orthodontics, he's at four doors down. You're just going to be here constantly now, right? When I'm done with my patient days, this is definitely where I'm going to come. It's, I'll never have to leave. It looks like we have like USB chargers underneath all the tables. You just plug your foot. You just plug your phone into the USB charger. You never have to leave this place. I can't wait for it to. You're going to be here going. between clients, right? <laughs> maybe not between clients. Maybe between clients for the food, for the alcohol. Definitely at the end of the night. <laughs> what is the? We have TVs at all the stations. What's going on there with the cable? Well, you missed that beforehand. It's oh. possible. We're, we're, we're rigged to do TVs. We're on the fence nice. right now whether we'll have TVs at the table or not. What do you so, think? You're what thinking ahead. I, I like it. I like that uh, we can see in the brewery, see everything that's going on, kind of watch everything happen. I can't wait to taste the food. It's going to be awesome in here. Come so, and check it out. But you've had the beer. You've tasted the, the beer. The beer is incredible. It's really, really good. It's a little Highly bit like your setup with the dentist chairs, where there's a TV at every in you know, every iPad. station. You got you can put on your own custom headphones and just listen to whatever you want to watch. But yeah, this place is going to be amazing. It's the digital age. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that restaurant review group. There's been people talking about this place for a long time, so we're real excited. I'll try to get this out right right before you guys open, and you know, hopefully you have a crowd in here. Fantastic, guys. Well, thanks for talking to us.